Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies, and we're going to do that today. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to review a film. It's called The Amazing Spider-Man. Right. Is the Spider-Man amazing? I'll be the judge of that. I'll help you. All right. It's directed by Mark Webb. It stars Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. You saw Andrew Garfield in The Social Network, in which he was very, very good. His co-star is Emma Stone, who plays Gwen Stacy. We've seen Emma Stone in so many good films. She's delightful in this one. The two of them together make a very nice couple. They are now a couple off screen, too. That's probably the main reason that I like the film, actually, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. It really goes back to the original Spider-Man movie that they made, what was it, 10 years ago or so with Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. It starts finding out how Peter Parker suddenly turns into Spider-Man, and he gets bitten by a spider by accident. Ho-hum. <laughs> yeah, we have to know about that. Then he spends the rest of his time, number one, trying to find out about his real parents, what happened to them, because he now lives and has been living since he was a small child with his Uncle Ben, played by Martin Sheen, Mm -hmm. and Aunt May, played by Sally Field. Two very, very good actors kind of wasted a little bit in this film. I'd say so. He's trying to find out about his real parents on one hand, and on the other hand, he's trying to stop a guy that he was introduced to at the beginning of the film, Dr. Kurt Connors, played by Reese Ifens, and I like his work a lot. I have for some time. But Dr. Connors, for reasons that I won't go into here, turns into a giant lizard. Mm-hmm. I guess he was a pretty nice doctor, but now he's a very evil lizard. Why? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> okay. It's one of these films, and there's a lot of good special effects, but there are good special effects in almost everything these days. I just wasn't grabbed by the plot. If you're going to remake a film, remake a film that was done 35 or 40 years ago. Not I agree with you. Done, you know, a week ago, Tuesday. Exactly, and that's probably the problem with the movie that the reboot here is just too close to the time when the original came up on the screens 10 years ago. Absolutely. Therefore, the curiosity factor isn't very intense. What worked for me in this version, the best part of it, was the casting. And again, I loved Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. I think he's a more intriguing character than what Tobey Maguire offered us. That's true. As a woman, I happen to like to look at Andrew Garfield a little bit more. I like the fact that they have this Peter Parker taking a more active hand in his metamorphosis as Spider-Man. He helps to design the uniform and some of the gadgetry that goes along with that rather than just having it all automatically bestowed upon him. Yes. I also liked Emma Stone as Gwen. I think she makes the most of her role. Not only is she a very smart high school senior, but she's also a researcher in a science lab where Peter's transformation takes place. I liked their little romantic moments on the screen. I thought they had a bit more spice to it than the ones offered up by Tobey Maguire, and I think it was Kirsten Dunst. It was. Now, what I missed in this movie... Oh, the upside... (laughs) The upside-down kiss. It was their first kiss, and it was quite lovely, and I kept waiting for them to do that, just like I wait for James Bond to say, Bond, James Bond, in every film. Well, they should have had her upside down. (laughs) That would have been a nice satire. I like Dennis Leary always in movies. I think he brings sass and pizzazz to a role. 
What didn't work for me was the fact they didn't take advantage of Dennis Leary's comedic chops, and they should have because that would have made the character more interesting. He plays Gwen's father, Detective Stacy. I was thinking the same thing. I'm a huge fan of Christopher Walken, who is a very serious actor, but he's always funny. No matter what he does, there is wit there. I was looking for that from Dennis Leary, and I didn't find any. I don't think they allowed him to be the kind of actor that I know he can be. He's a wiseacre, and that could have worked nicely, but Dennis Leary chose to play it kind of on the straight and narrow, and that's okay, too. He's good enough that he pulled it off. Yeah. I like Reese Ifans as Dr. Kurt Connors. He's a one-armed scientist who takes matters into his own hand, (laughs) (laughs) and he ends up with, I would say, monstrous results. That would be the third of the movie, which really tanked for me because that's when Dr. Connors has morphed into the giant lizard. And you know what? I just don't care about those great big old mechanical-looking monsters (laughs) raging through, in this case, Manhattan, tearing down buildings like another King Kong, wreaking havoc, throwing cars up against buildings, and so on. It's just silliness run amok. I just don't like that kind of structure in a film. That's, unfortunately, the back part of this movie. Listen, if you like this kind of a movie, you're not going to hate The Amazing Spider-Man. That's true. You'll have a good enough time, just as you had a good time in the first one with uh, Tobey Maguire. True. Is it one of those movies that you're never going to forget, like the first Batman movie? Oh, I know a movie that we'll never forget. And I really mean this. If you're looking for a great sci-fi fantasy film about an insect, better check out The Fly, starring Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. That movie will have you swatting yourself for not having rented it earlier. That is one brilliant piece of work. Yes, it is. So... My verdict on the Spider-Man, I'm going to give it a yellow light less. A yellow light because it represents all those bug lamps that are yellow that keep the insects away. So for me, it's a yellow light. I felt pretty much the same way, Anne. I liked the first part of the movie. As it went on, I was urging to swat the Spider-Man like I would swat a spider in my house. Mm -hmm. But again, I didn't hate the film. I was kind of disappointed that they didn't bring a little bit of creativity and newness Mm -hmm. to this film. So I'm going to give it a yellow light. I think the hippest thing about the movie, by the way, is the fact that the director is Mark Webb directing Spider-Man. Put it together. (laughs) A little bit of irony. Okay. Two yellow lights for the amazing Spider-Man. We're going to come back and review another film very, very shortly. Can't wait to do that. I hope you will be with us when we do. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Greenlight Reviews hopes you don't get caught in a web at the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.